night, Saturday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Welcome to Christian Television Network onto the platforms. If you are on any other platform but CTN or Black Robe, switch over to Rumble. Now, do it, because we've got to have a parallel economy. Facebook's banning us endlessly over and over again. They ban us. A big-name figure put out some of his figures today where he put out a post on Facebook and got literally like five likes and, and, and thousands on other platforms. So just get off of Facebook, go over to Rumble, download the app right now. I don't make any money off of Rumble. I, have, I don't profit off of this in any way, shape, or form. But get over to Rumble because they never ban us and they never will. All right, we're going to hop right into it tonight. As you always hear me talk about, there is a one-world agenda, agenda to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point, and they're controlled by tyrants. And there are many tactics to that agenda. The agenda is, just so you know, the World Economic Forum, uh, the Democratic Party, the globalists, the bourgeois leftist elitist globalists, they have an agenda. And that agenda is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system under the umbrella as described in Revelation chapter 13 and 14. It's not right-wing conspiracy theory. To see people not be able to buy, sell, trade, or travel without their vaccine passports is not a Alex Jones right-wing conspiracy theory. And by the way, I love Alex Jones. He's right 99% of the time. But it's not a right-wing conspiracy theory, Christians. Leveraging you in a one-world commerce system where you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without CBDC currency, central bank, central bank digital currency, social credit systems, and vaccine passports should bring to your mind... Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18, Revelation chapter 14, 9 through 16. It should bring those things to your mind. But do they? Or is it right-wing conspiracy theory to the Christians? Is the Bible right-wing conspiracy theory to a Christian? So you have all of these efforts to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant, i.e. beast one, beast two, the Antichrist. So that's the agenda. But there are many tactics to the agenda. There are many tactics to the implementation and the ushering in of this agenda. One of those tactics is climate change. One of them is vaccine passports. One of them is, is COVID-19. One of them is gun grabbing. You might get to all of them tonight. I'm not sure. But the first one, another one is transgenderism. Transgenderism so that they can put another check mark, another box that you need to check in order to, to access the one world commerce system. You must call a boy a girl or a girl a boy. In order for you to access your central bank digital currency, you cannot have transgender views. If you, you can't have anti-transgender views or your bank account will be shut off, your CBDC bank account, which by the way, I say now for the 50th time on this podcast, CBDC currency is being unrolled, is being rolled out in, on July 11th of this year. Understand that today is what, June 17th? So less than a month from now, CBDC currency is being rolled out by the Biden administration. They're claiming that it'll only be for interbank uh, uh, transactions, but we know how that all works. I'm not going to mandate vaccination. You like your doctor, you keep your doctor. All the lies that they tell all the time. 
So that's one of the many transgenderism is one of the many boxes that will need that you will have to have checked on your on your global passport, whatever they call it, a green pass. The World Economic the World Health Organization has just rolled out their global health passports. And on that global health passport, it won't just be for vaccines. It'll be that you are presenting a healthy perspective where you are not being offensive to anybody else. So for you to be a healthy person and for you to be somebody that emanates health you're going to have to approve of the transgender agenda or you will not get your global passport that global passport will will if you don't have a global passport you will not be able to buy sell trade or travel that's why christians you must stand now maybe you don mass maybe you pimped vaccines maybe you locked down your churches maybe you stood six feet apart maybe you maybe you quarantined your own healthy family whatever it may be you better stand now first the first the first step in standing now is to admit that you are wrong in 2020. Admit that you are wrong in 2021 and 22, and maybe even 2023. Admit you are wrong for quarantining your, quarantining your family, masking your family, social distancing, locking down your churches, pimping vaccines. Admit you are wrong seeing, to, seeing where those things are taking us, seeing, seeing the destination of those things seeing the agenda behind those things. So back to the original. So there are many tactics to this agenda. One of them is transgenderism. Now here's Garth Brooks. Just so everybody knows, we need to be identifying our enemies. For the, listen, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Don't want anybody hurt at any time. No violence, no violence, no violence. But we need to know who our enemies are. Many people think, oh, Garth Brooks, he's a right winger because he sings country music. He's not a right winger. At all. Here's, here's what he said. Not the B tweet. Garth Brooks says he will serve Bud Light. And we all know Bud Light enlisted the advertising campaign of Dylan Mulvaney, a transgender activist, a guy pretending to be a girl. He will serve Bud Light at his noon. There's, a, there's a, of course, a, a nationwide, if not global-wide, uh, boycott of Bud Light. I hate alcohol. Can't stand it. It's a mocker. We all know Proverbs 20, verse 1. But it's just an example of get well, go broke. So there's a nationwide boycott on Bud Light. But Garth Brooks says, you know what? And look at the date on the bottom. This is from June 9th. This wasn't from a long time ago. This is from eight days ago. He said he will serve Bud Light at his new Nashville bar. And if you're an a-hole, there are plenty of other places. So he's, he's for transgender. He is for Dylan Mulvaney, a fully penis male claiming to be a female. He is fully, he's fully on board with that agenda. That you will call Dylan Mulvaney, you will quote unquote show him respect by lying to him, by calling him a woman when he's actually a man. That's what Garth Brooks espouses. He is pro-transgender. He says it right there in his statement. If you are boycotting Bud Light because they are pro-gender, uh, pro, they are pro-transgender, that makes you an expletive. That's where Garth Brooks stands just so everybody knows so here's what's happened to him go to the next one for me will i meme therefore i am tweet garth brook cancels his bar's grand opening why is that after three investors with a large stake bail out the brand is an embarrassment now that's what happens you get woke you go broke now of course garth brooks isn't going to go broke because his bar closed however it just shows you what will happen to you and this is an example of how we win Again, I say this to you, I, I'm fine with people protesting. People drove down to Miami and protested outside the courthouse with Trump. It's fine. I'm not doing any of that. It doesn't do anything. 
What we need to do is all we need, everyone's always asking, oh, you, 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 yeah, I shouldn't say everyone. Every now and then, someone asks, well, you talk about all these negative things. Well, what's the answer to all these negative things? Boycotts. Boycott. Jarth Brooks has no bar now. That's what you do. Bun Light, last time Aaron checked, I believe it was 27 billion they've lost. Disney, the last I checked, had lost 40 to 50 billion dollars. I can't remember what Target's losses were. Billions and tens of billions of dollars. That's what needs to happen. You want to know what to do? Then you listen. Yeah, but Target's the most convenient place for me to do that shopping. Okay, then don't ask me for answers then. Don't ask me for answers if you're not willing to drive an extra 10 miles to some other store. Or maybe you need to patronize smaller stores that offer the same products at a slightly higher price, but you're too much of a cheapskate to do it. Then don't ask me for solutions. If you like like Target and you want to spend your money there, understand you are part of the problem. And I know that it gets to the place where you can't boycott everything. I understand that. And I understand that Walmart, where I do my shopping, is far from pure. But they're better than Target, so the worst gets cut off. If you're going to be Bud Light and your entire clientele is rednecks, and you're going to put Dylan Mulvaney, not only Dylan Mulvaney, who, who is basically a caricature of femininity, he's a caricature of a woman. He's making fun of women. You're talking about cultural appropriation. He's just appropriating a care, not appropriating uh, femininity. He's appropriating a caricature of femininity. And your Bud Light and your entire clientele, which by the way, the Dodgers are learning about this now, your entire clientele is redneck men. And you're going to put Dylan Mulvaney, not only just him, he wasn't even sitting in the back of a pickup truck pretending to be a woman. He's sitting in a bubble bath, nude, blowing on bubbles with his Bud Light can. And you don't think it's going to cost you? And by the way, I tell you this, and I mean to get as deep into this as I am, but this is all on purpose. This is all on purpose, to bankrupt these companies on purpose. Why? Because a lot of them are owned by BlackRock. They're they're majority, minority owners, just like Fox News. Fox News is minority, majority, minority owners. They they own like 38%, so they don't have majority power, but they've got a lot of power. And they'll endlessly, what they do is they'll buy up to a majority, a minority, majority, and then look to cross over that 51% mark. And what they will do is bankrupt the stock low enough to where they can come in and do a hostile takeover. Does that make sense, Aaron? Yep. All right, that's the purpose of it all. There's a Bud Light is not based in, in St. Louis, Missouri. Hasn't been based there for decades. It was bought from, from, it was bought, bought from an American company, bought by an Argentinian company, and now it's owned by a German company. So they're probably owned by Vanguard or BlackRock. The minority, majority owners are probably them. They want to lower the stock, and then they'll come in and buy it. They use ESG to lower the stock, DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion, to lower the stock. Because you're like, why would they, why, why would they torpedo themselves? I mean, think of why would you sabotage yourself to the tune of 20 or 30 billions of dollars? And by the way, it's not letting up for Bud Light. It's not letting up, put up the next one for me, Will. It's not letting up for them. Look at this. Anheuser-Busch is writing checks to distributors. You know how this is supposed to work? Now, this is deep economic theory. Uh, the distributors are supposed to write checks to Bud Light. But Bud Light is writing the checks to distributors because distributors are dumping out Bud Light. Yeah. They can't distribute it. They can't sell it. They can't get rid of it. If this is on purpose. Why would they do this to them? Look at their, look at their rainbow bottles. Why would they do this to themselves? 
It's so that one world globalist can come in. The one world, the, the narrative that I'm telling you about, the one world commerce system. So let's like BlackRock. They come in and they submarine, they torpedo the housing market so they can buy all the houses and then rent them out. You'll own nothing and be happy. It's on purpose. Get put people under environmental social governance, which has which has standards that nobody on earth can meet. Gotta have 12 transgenders on your board. Absolutely no white men whatsoever. And then it goes down the run. Can't have any white men. Then it goes to you can't have any white women. Then you can't have any Hispanic women. You can't whatever it may be, impossible standards. Have them submarine their own company so that they can come in and do a hostile takeover of the lowered stock. That's the purpose of it all. Here's but here's Garth Brooks, though, just so everybody knows. Uh, Dooning Kruger Times report, Garth Brooks made a huge mistake when he called a majority of beer drinkers expletive. The promised boycotts, uh, uh, boycotts of his newly branded but yet to open bar in Nashville have already cost him huge. Three investors with a massive stake in the venture pulled out telling Garth that he had spoiled the project. Brooks was forced to cancel his grand opening and consider his options. He'll probably have to pander to some special interest groups and hope there are enough weirdos in Nashville to sustain it, said Jim Barron, chief investment counselor for Dim and Witty. Personally, I don't think there are enough drag queens and transgenders within a 300-mile radius to pull it off. He's trying to reach. Here it is. Once again, a woke leftist is left with a business because he thought 0.07% of the population was a solid customer base. A spokesman for Brooks told ALLOD correspondent Skip uh, Toatoff that he wasn't really concerned with the hype or the boycotts. Garth isn't concerned. Garth wouldn't care if it turns out to be a gay bar, said Skip. Just so you know where he stands. When, when, you know, when, when you're singing the Garth Brooks songs, understand that he is your political, ideological, and theological opponent. He says they tend to order more expensive drinks anyway. So that's Garth Brooks, just so you know. These people need to be identified. And now Garth Brooks can be boycotted. Tom, we're not here to be mean. That's not mean. He gets, he, he reaps what he sows. Are you are, listen, we are, we are followers of the Lord of the harvest. Be not deceived. God is not mocked whatever, whatsoever man sows. That shall he also reap. We are here to enforce that. So let Garth Brooks reap what he sows. Now, most of you are watching this, are Christians, but if you, if you, if you buy beer and, and you buy country music, which I bought Garth Brooks before as a Christian. So I'm not saying you can't be Christian to buy Garth Brooks. I have I'm not buying anymore, not buying anymore Garth Brooks, period. See, like, it's just like Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola decided to involve themselves in uh, Georgia's uh, voting politics about voter ID laws in Georgia. Uh, so I boycotted them for months and so did many, many others. They lost billions. They shut up, and I went back and bought Coke again. You shut up. You stay out of politics. No problem whatsoever. I don't even care necessarily. I do care, and I'll monitor. It depends on how much of an impact you're making, what your personal views are, and the donations that your company makes. But if you're going to actively campaign against what I believe in, boycott. Simple as that. really is. All right, where am I at, Will? Oh, Dodger, Dodger Stadium. So here's Dodger Stadium, just so everybody knows. They were, de- they were deciding to recognize and appreciate and reward the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, which are mockers of Christianity. When you have a name of Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, and they, they're, they're drag queen men, fully penis men, drag, uh, dressed up as nuns. And Dodge, the Dodgers, the Dodgers organization, most of you know this is old news, but I just had to make sure I covered it in the pervert section of the show tonight. 
the Dodgers decided that they were going to recognize them and give them basically accolades in public and talk about what great transgender and gay activists they are. And just to make sure that everybody's clear, out of 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 9 and 10, Revelation chapter 21, verse 8, Galatians chapter 5, 19 through 21, homosexuality is sin. Those who do not repent of that sin, just like those who are fornicators, heterosexual sex outside of marriage will go to a burning fire, hell fire and brimstone hell. Just so you know, that's the Bible. It's not anti-love to tell the truth. These people are going to go to hell. You don't celebrate them. And here's the thing, again, if you're, if you're the Dodgers, we're not asking you to have Christian night. Where, where's, where's pastor appreciation night? At Dodger State. We don't have that. See, it shows you that the Dodgers are perverts. They're not celebrating Christianity. Listen, most of the churches in L.A., not all of them, but a lot of the churches in L.A. are COVID-caving churches, CCCs, COVID-caving churches, COVID-caving clergy, COVID-caving Christians. But some of them stayed open. But there's many churches there, big-name churches. Where, where is the celebratory nights for them? Where's the, where's the bobblehead nights for Christianity? But they, they have these celebratory nights for Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence which are mocking Christianity, mocking abstinence, mocking uh, the fact that homosexuality is sin, mocking that transgenderism is perversion, mocking it all, and just openly openly advocating for sin. That's, that's Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Well, here's the price you pay. Now, I'm going to give this a little bit of context because people thought this was in the middle of the game. No, what the Dodgers did was, because later in the game, this, the stadium does get fuller than this. Still sparse, but it does get fuller than this. Probably about 55, 60% full, which is a big loss for the Dodgers because they're full a lot. But they actually did this part where the least amount of people would see it. See, you got to let your, if you're the Dodgers, listen. Even if you're not a Christian, God's word is true. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. For whatever's more than that is from the evil one. If you try all lukewarmness, whether you, if you're going to be a businessman, then go after business. Don't try to play both sides of every equation. You got to let your yes be yes and your no be no and not be lukewarm. But they're trying to play to both sides. They need to be double talkers. Speaking out of both sides of their mouth. So they kind of hid this from everybody. But here's what the Dodgers did. Play for me, Will. <laughs> See, why would you ever care about what anybody who can draw that level of, of attendance, why, why would you ever care about what they think? Somebody who draws that level of interest, why do you care? And by the way, that's everybody. Even leftists who advocate for transgenderism because they know that if they don't, they'll be rejected by their, by their fellow leftists and by the media. In, in, in their own hearts, they know it's a joke. They know that those are men dressed up as women. doesn't matter how much they identify as men. They identify as women. They don't have a uterus. They don't have ovaries. They don't have blank. They don't have blickety blank. They don't have those things. They all, they all know it. So why do you pander to that? It's just, like, it's just like the pastors who pander to the people they're afraid to offend. You, just, you try to keep them so hard in your church, you just blow up your whole church. 
You're so afraid to not advocate for masks, advocate for lockdowns, not offend homosexuals, that you actually offend and run off the people that should be offended by your lukewarm preaching. You offend, you offend the majority of real Christians. You may have a, you, people like, no, there's, there's churches, they're full. They're full of lukewarm Christians who aren't really saved. So what's the point? Why do people go after these very small margins of people? Because here's the, again, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. They're just, they're just loud. They're clanging cymbals. So people don't want to, people don't want to have to deal with the loudness. They don't want to deal with the complaints. They don't want to be, they don't want to deal with being called names like homophobic and transphobic. So they count out of these people. They placate these people just to keep them around. And that's what's happened with the Dodgers. All right, let's move on. Dr. Jordan Peterson tweet. If you don't think this is a political agenda, transgenderism is meant to control you. it's It's all for the one world commerce system. Because you will have to have a certain amount of boxes. You have to have all their boxes checked to get your global health passport. It's about controlling you. And some countries are way ahead of the control narrative than other countries. Germany, Canada, way ahead on the control narrative. Even Sweden, way ahead on the control narrative. Here's, this, is, this is truth right here, Dr. Jordan Peterson. A court in Canada is going to rule on the CP Ontario decision to sentence me. He's been criminally sentenced for what? To mandatory re-education. Now, I'll leave this up for me, Will. Now, this should absolutely rivet the soul of everybody on the left. Re-education. Let me think now. Who likes to do re-education? <laughs> who, who, who initiates re-education programs? Anybody on the right? Uh, the re-educators have been Hitler, Stalin, and Mao. Nobody on the right. We're, it's always funny, and I, I'm trying not to lapse too far into this, how everything in this country is inverted. Everything in the world is inverted. They call the right the left and the left the right. The only people who have ever put in re-education camps, disinformation governance boards, that's always the left, the people advocating right now for socialism. It's, oh, it's never the right. We don't ban speech ever. You can go on Rumble unless it's terrorism or pornography. You can put anything you want on Rumble. We don't ban anything. I'm not speaking for Rumble. I'm just saying we on the right, we don't ban anything. The only people who ban, the only people who do re-education is the left. And if you're a classic liberal, is this what you want right here? Is this what you want? Re-education camps? For somebody you don't agree with, the only thing Jordan Peterson won't do is he will not be mandated to call a woman a man and a man a woman. He's even nice. He even says, if you actually, if you come up to me, maybe I'll do it. And I will never do it. I don't care if you come up to me. I don't care what you say. If you're a man, I'm calling you a man. Simple as that. He's even nicer. But even at the level he's at, they want to send him to a re-education camp. Who was the people that put out COVID camps? The right or the left? Who Who put out COVID camps? Jacinda Ardern, Scott Morrison, all leftists. We don't do that on the right. It's funny how we're the threat, the greatest threat to America, according to Christopher Ray and Joe Biden, is white supremacist terrorism that never exists. There are no white supremacist terrorists in America. Where are the videos? And I hate supremacism on, on, all, on all sides. Black, suprem- black supremacists, white supremacists, Hispanic, Asian supremacists, whoever thinks you're, you're supreme because of the pigmentation of your skin, the, the melanin content of your skin's an idiot. But back to Jordan Peterson, 
decision to sentence me to a mandatory re-education on June 21st, three days from now, for my reprehensible political views. The process is called judicial review. Remember, unacceptable views is, how, is, what, is what Justin Trudeau said about the Freedom Convoy in Ottawa? Unacceptable views? So speaking now, and it has been for a while, is a criminal offense in both the UK and Canada, who both are under the crown, now King Charles III. And Joe Biden, we all know, thinks the queen is still alive because he just said so. But it's actually King Charles III. They're all under the crown. And now both these countries, and they're not the only ones, It is speech is now criminal. And it's not incitement even to violent speech. There's certain statutes. I was a cop for 25 years, 92 to 2017. You can have assault where you're actually threatening somebody with the actual ability to carry out the threat. That's verbal, and you can be arrested for that. That means you've got a hammer in your hand charging somebody, saying, I'm going to kill you with the hammer. That's assault. That should be a crime. Agreed. All other speech should not be. Acceptable speech, unacceptable speech, whatever it may be, even defamation should be legal. You just lose everything you have in court. I have no problem with that if you defame somebody. You defame somebody, which actually means the opposite of what Alex Jones was convicted of. Alex Jones was, co- was convicted of defamation against dead people. It's impossible. Defamation, the definition of defamation is actually defaming people, ruining, ruining their uh, ability to, act, to, to be able to make a living. That's defamation. You put a, a bad label on somebody and it, and it ruins their ability to go out and make a living because everybody thinks they're this or everybody thinks they're that. You've given them such a bad reputation that they can't make a living anymore. That's defamation. If it's based on lies. If, that, if, if, those, if, it, if it was lies that caused them to no longer be able to, to do such damage to their reputation that they can no longer make a living. Has to be lies. That's fine. But even that is legal. These are, this is criminal. Understand the difference. You have Alex Jones, who has lawfare was used against him in two separate states, Connecticut and Texas, Hartford, Connecticut, and Austin, Texas, two blue courts with two blue judges, blue jurisdictions, blue juries. He has absolutely no chance lawfare was used to bankrupt him. That's civil. Then you have the arrests of Navarro, Flynn, Bannon, and Stone, criminal. Sentence, potentially sentenced to tens of, to tens of years, whatever, oh, 10 or more years in prison. Roger Stone got nine years in prison. Who knows what Flynn would have gotten if it wasn't for Sidney Powell. All right, let's go to the next one. Citizen Free, free Press video. And you, don't, you, think it's just, you think it's just Canada? No, here's, here's Ireland, which of course is part of Great Britain. Irish politicians now openly calling for censorship. Play for me, Will. When you think about it, all law, all legislation is about the restriction of freedom. That's exactly what we're doing here, is we are restricting freedom, but we're doing it for the common good. You will see throughout our constitution, yes, you have rights, but they are restricted for the common good. Everything needs to be balanced. And if your views on other people's identities go to make their lives unsafe, insecure, and cause them such deep discomfort that they cannot live in peace, then I believe that it is our job as legislators to restrict those freedoms for the common good. What's, what's amazing to me with these people is, what happens when you're no longer in charge and you are no longer the discerners of hatred? 
You are no longer the arbiters of hatred. Look at this, a criminal offense, criminal justice, incitement to violence or hatred or hate offenses. This is not talking about violence at all. This is alleged incitement. They say that there's a transgender genocide going. Where? Where's the tra- outside of them killing themselves? Which, by the way, after you lop your breasts off, after you lost, lop your testicles off, after you, after you lop your penis off, your chances of suicide go up. The odds of you committing suicide go up, not down. So how, I just wonder what these people, like this politician here, what happens when the right wing is in charge and I stipulate that anything you say against Christianity is hatred? It's violence towards me. Words are violence. How do they not see the tables turning on them? How do they not see that this is Stalin-esque? This is what Hitler did. And let me just cover this for you. Leave this up for me. What is tyranny? What is totalitarianism? Forced anything. Forced to do or forced not to do. Forced to say or forced not to say. Who's doing that? Anything forced. Forced vax, forced speech, whatever it may be. Forced non-speech, you can't say it or you will say it. That's totalitarianism. Who is it? Now they're doing it in the name of what they would say would be freedom or or, uh, democracy. But they're actually, everything that they're doing is forced. And it can't be freedom. And it can't be democracy. You're going to lock people up because I refuse to call a woman a man and a man a woman. I refuse to take a year and a half developed experimental mRNA vaccination for a 0.1% death virus. No, I'm not taking it. So whenever you are forcing compliance, you are a totalitarian. You're like, well, what about normal laws where we obviously force murder? What this? Oh, you force where you can't commit murder, you can't steal. Well, by the way, they're removing that too. They're forcing me. They're forcing menial speech laws, enforcing you to say and not say things, while not enforcing theft and murder laws. While they're aborting 41 million babies a year, this is what she's concerned with. This is a baby butchering monster. I don't care how many necklaces she wears. I don't care how nice she looks or how calmly she speaks. She is a baby butchering monster. She is a Mengele style, Goebbel style totalitarian. Mandating speech. Anything that's mandated is totalitarianism. Outside of the most rudimentary things, anything forced, even if it's what they call freedom, If they're forcing what they consider to be freedom on us, then it's totalitarianism. It doesn't matter. Go to the next one for me. Matt Walsh uh, tweet, breaking. We've obtained, most of you have seen this already, but I just wanted to bring light to it in case you hadn't seen it. Internal docs from Fox News. Remember, we identified who Garth Brooks is, so let's make sure that we identify who Fox News is. Fox Corps is celebrating pride by encouraging employees to read about glory holes. Supporting a group that gives sterilizing hor- hormones to homeless youth. Okay, now let me see now. Oh Who gosh. would give sterilizing hormones to anybody? Leave this up. Of course, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation through their polio vaccines. We know that. That's self-admitted on the World Health Organization website. We got that. Uh, who else does that? If you guys can name anybody, shout them out. We got Adolf Hitler, of course. Uh, Mao Zedong, he likes to sterilize all of his people. We, we got that. Pol Pot. Stalin, all of them, we, we know that. That's who they are. So who, who is Fox News then? And by the way, the right never does it. The true right, 
Fox News is false right, faux right. They're not right. Mm -hmm. They are actually there to try to fool you, to try to slowly usher you to the left, all the while thinking you're part of the right while you're becoming part of the left. That makes sense, Aaron? Yeah. That's the point of it all. So that's what they're doing here. Pride by encouraging employees to read about glory holes. And I'm not going to espouse in great detail what a glory hole is in the homosexual community. I'm gonna let you figure that out for yourself. That's the name of an organization that's put, that gives sterilizing hormones to homeless youth and deployed woke AI to monitor everyone. And then it goes on with more explicit content, which I'm not gonna put on this show. But that's who Fox News is, by the way. That's where they actually stand. They actually support an organization called Glory Hole, Glory Holes, that sterilizes homeless youth. Why would you sterilize poor homeless youth? Because you can get away with it. Just like Billy, Billy Gates gets away with it in India by paralyzing 496,000 kids and sterilizing them while he's paralyzing them. Yep. A lot of lizings involved there. All right, let's go to Joe Biden. Joe Biden set a new standard of stupid this week. I mean, bro, congratulations. Every time I don't think he can reach intergalactic <laughs> levels of stupidity, Every time I think he has reached the pinnacle, the tip of the spear of stupidity, he, he proves me wrong. He sets new records all the time, new records for illegal border crosses, records for all our soldiers dying at one incident at the Abbey Gate, brand new records all the time. Records in hyperinflation, records in raiding the Strategic Oil Reserve, world, world records all the time. That's Joe Biden. But here's a, here's a new one for you, and I'm gonna let the video explain it. Uh, I'll let the video speak for itself, then we'll talk about it. Play it for me, Will. It made it harder for people to buy stabilized braces. Put a pistol on a brace, it may, turns into a gun. Makes it more, you can have a higher caliber weapon, a higher caliber bullet coming out of that gun. All right, I'm putting it off on my producer, Aaron. Aaron, don't let me forget some of the details there. Okay. So first of all, he says that you put on, now everybody, just to give this a little context, the ATF is trying to take away these stabilizing braces, which are primarily bought by who? Women and injured veterans. They can no longer do this with a gun. So they have to have a stabilizing brace because they don't have another arm to stabilize the gun that they want to protect themselves with, you know, because you're gonna have to protect yourself because all your police have been defunded. Not, not the Capitol Police. They got 2,700 Capitol Police for a two-square-mile area. But most of your police departments have been defunded if you're in a blue state. So most of these stabilizing braces go to women, and they go to disabled veterans. That's the, the brace was actually invented by somebody for the purpose of wounded veterans, disabled veterans, so that they can still own a firearm. So point number one, Joe Biden says that it turns the pistol into a gun. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that a pistol is already a gun, Joe. You stupid idiot. It's already a gun, Joe. So you didn't turn the pistol into a gun. Second thing he says is that it actually, by putting this brace on, it makes the gun of a higher caliber. So suddenly, wow, your 22 will turn into a 357 Magnum by putting a brace on your arm. This is the Democratic Party. It's who they are. Explain to us, Democratic Party, what is the level of CO2 that's causing this climate apocalypse? Explain it to us. Explain to us the problem. Give us the parameters. Give us the numbers. Explain to us what an assault rifle is. Explain to us what a woman is. Explain to us what an aborted fetus is. 
They can't even define that which they are against. They can't even define it. You're gonna turn you're gonna turn your pistol into a gun right. and you're going to raise the caliber of ammunition that goes into a gun by putting a brace on your arm. <laughs> you're gonna turn a nine millimeter into a forty caliber. Magic! What kind of braces are these? I need to buy one now. Right. That's what I was thinking. I mean I need to get one now. It's like Star Trek. <laughs> This transports it into a higher caliber weapon when I just brace it on my arm. And by the way, this is unilateral, non-voted in, non-legislative voted. This was done by the ATF. Unilateral. Anybody, is there any vote on this? No. Nope. There's no vote. The ATF took a, a, a law that's been in place for over a decade and made it moot. Now it's a felony punishable up to 10 years in prison if you have one of these braces. There are re real Republican members that are trying to do something about it. Let's go to Joe Biden, number two. Play it for me, Will. Because a federally licensed gun dealer is required by law to run background checks on those he's selling a weapon to. And in most cities down in Philadelphia and New York, areas I know well, like up here, you'd see a truck pull up, pull to the curb, and selling weapons, selling guns, selling AR-15, selling weapons. Well, guess what? You do that now, you go to jail. All right, let's go around the room here. <clears throat> Tonight we've got, let's see, five of us in the room. Let me ask now, we have my wife who lived in D.C. Um, I've lived in bigger areas. I've lived in Orlando, lived in bigger areas. Uh, we got Aaron here. Will, you've lived, where have you lived? Virginia, California, Tom, my son Tommy's in here. He's lived with me. But we've all been in big cities. Now let me ask everybody tonight. When was the last time you saw a truck Pull, there's, there's three of them right there. That's Aaron, Will, and Tommy. When was the last time any of you saw a truck pull up to a curve and start selling AR-15s? Never. Okay, we got never. <laughs> Everybody's got never. Okay, yeah. so there we go. So I want to make sure that everybody understands. It's not just my viewpoint. Joe Biden knows that's never happened ever in his lifetime. Ever. That didn't happen when Al Capone <laughs> was selling alcohol in Chicago. No. They have cargo trucks pulling up the curves and selling Tommy guns. <laughs> what an idiot. How, I mean, who in the world believes that there's gun trucks driving around? Hey, get your gun here. It's like an ice cream truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get an ice cream truck. <laughs> Instead of the little clown music, it'll have AR rounds, like AR, AR sounds coming out of the truck. <laughs> Instead of clown music. So you don't believe, there's, that's the, so understand, understand Joe Biden's portrayal of the gun situation understand understand his agenda this is how he frames guns in america that you have a brace that turns a pistol into a gun right then you have a brace that ups the caliber of the ammunition that you're using <laughs> up ups the caliber of the gun that you're using from say a nine millimeter to a 40 caliber interesting right and then he says that there's trucks driving around in the most gun forbidden Gun-restricted cities in the world with the highest crime rates, New York and Philadelphia, are driving. There's gun trucks driving around <laughs> selling guns at on the curve in the, in the most gun-restricted uh, cities in, uh, in the United States. So that, that's their agenda. That's how he frames the gun situation. That's his portrayal. His portrayal. Yeah, right. So here's a Chuck Cholesterol video. Just in, 20 armed IRS agents raid great falls gun store i told you their agenda is to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a single access point 
We already covered transgenderism. Maybe we'll get, I think vaccines is next. That's vaccine passports. But they've got to get you defanged. They've got to get your guns away from you. They've got to take your guns. If they don't, you are fully fanged. They can't have you fully fanged. They've got to take your guns from you in order to usher you into a one world commerce system that you have no defense against. No, everybody thought 87,000 IRS agents. So it's no big deal. No, they're armed IRS agents. 20 armed IRS agents raid Great Falls gun store, took no financial records, accounting or tax statements. Okay, so you have the IRS raids Great Falls gun store, the IRS, but they take no financial records. Huh. They don't take any tax statements. Mm. They don't take anything that has anything to do with accounting, but they take every 4473 buyer's information form. As if they're trying to put together an actual a, 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 a log of gun owners. A registry. Yeah, a gun, a gun owner's registry. Yeah. It's kind of weird, isn't it? That you have the IRS raid a gun store. You think they'd be after their tax information, after their financial, their accounting information. No, they're just after the names of the people who bought guns in that store so that they can put together a gun registry. Interesting, isn't it? Play for me, Will. IRS agent. There was 20 IRS agents armed with ARs that stormed this guy's store. Uh, Tom Van Hoos. I met with him this morning. I stopped by the store to see if he could give me any more details. And they went through and searched his facility. He said they were polite, but, you know, people tend to be a little bit more polite and mannerly when, when everyone's walking around with an AR threatening them. This is stormtrooper type activity and and we are not used to seeing it in our country whatsoever and and this is the kind of activity that demonstrates why we were trying to in the house of representatives to defund those additional eighty-seven thousand irs agents now here's what they took out irs right financial records accounting making sure what transactions were taking place no they took all of the 4473 forms. The 4473 forms are what everyone fills out when they go to purchase a firearm. And it's just a big disclosure to make sure that you don't have a criminal background or other reasons where you should not be purchasing a firearm. So the IRS took every single one of the 4473s that Tom Van Hoos had in his possession there at Highwood Creek Outfitters. And, and I, I'm concerned that this is another attempt by the IRS to create a database on, on people that they can target for, for being conservatives because they yes. want to own their own firearm. Now, Congressman, look, I mean, we're, we're seeing a pattern here. They, they're going after moms and dads who speak out of school board meetings, going after pro-lifers, going after former President Trump, the guns drawn pre-dawn raids. Uh, this, is, this is exactly what's happening uh, in this administration. We thank you for bringing See, everybody thinks that it's hyperbolic or they think that it's conspiracy theory that Joe Biden wants to hire and is hiring 87,000 armed IRS agents. I don't care what Marjorie Taylor Greene says. I don't care what Kevin McCarthy says, that they, they disallowed Joe Biden through their caving to his omnibus spending package, that they lowered the amount of IRS. Yeah, they lowered the amount of IRS agents from 87,000 to 86.5,000. 
and they're not allowed to allegedly hire them this year. This year, we've got six months left of this year. And by the way, all they have to do is move finances from other areas and just put off those expenditures and hire the Asians this year. You have already, it's already occurring. This has never happened in my lifetime before. You hire 80 or you are hiring 87,000 armed, I repeat, armed IRS agents that go in, they don't, they don't even raid anything having to do with accounting, nothing to do with accounting, nothing to do with taxes. I believe IRS is the internal revenue service. Yep. They didn't have, they didn't do anything with the guy's taxes. This isn't about, we're, we're, shouldn't the raid be about back taxes? Not those of us who bought guns at the Great Falls gun store, because that's all they took was the information about those of us who bought guns at the Great Falls gun store. And as my producer Aaron just said, it's about a gun registry. Why would they raid it? This is the IRS. It's as if it's the Gestapo. There you go. It's happening. It's already happening. What do you what do we do? You must stand. We must do the boycotts. We must stand. And I'm not talking about violence on any level. We will win without violence. We will pray the Holy Ghost upon all these people. We don't need violence. All right, let's move to vaccines. Peter A. McCullough video, I described the Zang paper to Senator Mastriano where mRNA was absorbed by animals, GI tract, and immunized the animals. Play for me. Endeavors to put mRNA in our food supply. When you ingest those, is that similar to an injection where it enters your body and becomes part of your problem? December of 2022, Zhang and colleagues from a small Chinese company took a restricted segment of the genetic code for the spike protein receptor binding domain, and they were able to stabilize it in an exosome, a phospholipid packet, like a milk bubble. And they actually gave milk through feedings to mice. And with three feedings, they were successfully able to immunize the mice. Hmm. So they proved that messenger RNA crosses the GI tract. And the USDA has an entire array of genetic vaccines that they are in co-development with uh, uh, companies for vaccination of the food supply, both the, um, the vegetable and fruit food supply, as well as um, livestock. Now... We don't need this. And here's the thing. We obviously, I mean, this is uh, mRNA technology has not been proven at all. Not, not remotely. The developer of mRNA technology is Robert W. Malone. And he says it doesn't work yet. It doesn't work at all. mRNA, but we've seen it with the vaccines, obviously. But now they want to, if they can't get your back, they'll go through the food system to try to get mRNA in your body, which disables your immune system. By getting it into your GI tract, and like Aaron just said, my producer Aaron, he just said it's just like fluoride. Fluoride's unproven too. But mRNA is by far worse. It creates in your body the ability to only fight off that which mRNA, this is the, the technology is unproven yet. It's inside of our food. You need to be checking now whether or not mRNA vaccines were used on your food, and if they were, how were they used? What were the limitations of that mRNA? There's some mRNA vaccinations that have great amount of limitations on them, and then some of them do not. And these mice are absorbing the mRNA through the GI tract. 
Let's go to the next one, Fox News tweet. FDA approves next round of COVID-19 vaccines targeting Omicron variant. <laughs> Why? Why would you ever, I mean, Omicron? The only, by the way, this is interesting because the only people remotely vulnerable to Omicron are the vaccinated. So now the people getting vaccinated against Omicron have made, been made vulnerable by their prior vaccinations. So what do you get when you, when you are a vaccine company? You have created a permanent clientele until they're dead. Dead from blood clots. Dead from myocarditis or pericarditis. Dead from a myriad of other, you know, the number one cause of death in a certain, in a certain I believe it's Alberta, Canada, is unknown now. Unknown is the number one cause. I wonder, well, I wonder why it wasn't unknown until 2021. So now, the, 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 they're saying that the FDA approves next round of COVID-19 vaccines targeting the Omicron variant, which is the least virulent variant. For those of us who aren't vaxxed, it would have zero effect on you. I mean, how many, I mean, how many people are getting sick from Omicron? Basically, only the vaccinated. The problem is, how many, there's allegedly five to six billion people on the planet that have actually been vaccinated somewhere in that, in that neighborhood. I hope it's not that many. Hopefully that's just propaganda. But we know there's at least 171 million people in America that have been vaccinated, vax one, vax two. We know that. So now, allegedly, the FDA approves the next round of COVID-19 vaccines targeting Omicron variant. The Omicron variant that is, not, that is nothing more than a sniffle for those of us who are unvaccinated. But now, the least virulent, I don't want to get too far into this. I'm trying to hop off of it quickly. <laughs> but of course, you had the Alpha, the Delta, and then the Omicron variant. The Omicron, which is the least virulent variant, has killed the most people. Why is that? Because of antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. Yep. People don't have an immune system anymore. So when you don't have an immune system, don't you worry. Here comes the FDA, Pfizer, and Moderna to the rescue, Johnson & Johnson, to the rescue for you. Here they are. They're right here to the rescue for you. And you don't have an immune system anymore. Take another vaccination. So if you've lost right now, say you've taken your, your first four and then your second, your third bivalent, your fourth bivalent, and now you're on number five because you're getting, just going to go ahead and get vaccinated against a 99.9% survival virus every year of your life for some unknown reason, you, know, you feel like you need to get vaccinated against it. The only people that are actually dying right now are the fully vaccinated. I repeat, the fully vaccinated. Those are the only, that's, that's the great hidden truth. You're like, Tom, that can't be true. We all know about it. Well, how would you know? You ever ask? You ever, I, I, I spend too much time actually asking these questions in my own head. How would you actually ever know? Who would tell you what the actual death statistics are for COVID-19? And not only who, who's dying of COVID-19, but who's dying, how, how, far are the, how, far, how far up above average are the excess death rates in different countries right now? Let's delve deep into this. Vigilant Fox video, Dr. McAuliffe testifies, and Dr. McAuliffe again, testifies uh, the truth about the number of people who died from COVID vaccines. Play it for me. The estimates are <clears throat> from three different sources. One from Colombia by Pantazatos and Seligman. 
In 2021 alone, based on U.S. Census data and vaccine administration data, 178,000 Americans died due to the vaccine. 2021 alone, that's one estimate. The next one is by Skidmore and colleagues, Michigan State University, using social sciences data of people who knew others who died of the vaccine. His number came in for 2021 at 278,000 Americans. At the time of December of 2021, the CDC told America 9,000 Americans had died of the COVID-19 vaccine. The CDC, now that's what they had reported to them. Remember, if we don't have the vaccine card and we don't have the lot numbers and we don't have all the details, because when we enter Tavares, doctors enter Tavares, by the way, 86% of the time is a doctor, a coroner, a healthcare professional. If we don't have all the information, we can't make the entry because we have to put our name on the line on a Tavares report. But 9,000 deaths, the vast majority occurred on the day they took the shot or a few days afterwards, times the standard underreporting factor that's in the FDA record by David Wiseman, and this is a conservative number, underreporting factor of 30. In the peer-reviewed published literature right now, there's underreporting factors of 35 and 40, but let's take 30, and we're at 9,000 deaths. It's three times nine. It's 270,000 for 2021, 270. So if we've lost a quarter million Americans in 2021 and a similar number in 2022 due to the vaccine, now we're up to 500,000 Americans lost. And now Josh Sterling, who under oath in the, text, in the uh, United States Senate using US overall all-cause mortality data and UK all-cause mortality data, he's estimating the vaccine is responsible for 600,000 lives lost. This is more than the Civil War. This is a modern day American tragedy that's happening. People are being pitted with losing their job and losing their livelihood or losing their life with a vaccine. And no one's apologizing. Now there you go, now here's the thing. 270K, that's for 2021, 600,000 so far, you're like, that would be noticed. Would it really be noticed? I mean, 600,000, I mean, again, how many people die per year in the United States of America? About 1.2 million die per year. If that went up, how much would you notice if it went up from 1.2 million to 1.8 million? Would you, would you really notice that in a country? Then remember, they claim that our country is 330,000 people. That's a 2006 number before Barack Hussein Obama, George W. Bush, Joe Biden opened our borders. So how many people do we actually have in this country? I mean, 330 million, that's what that was alleged in 2006. So what do we really, I mean, it's 2023. 17 years later, what do we really have? So it's 270,000 people. You would, would you really notice it in a country of, let's just say we're at 400 million people. I mean, Joe Biden's already let in 700. I mean, Joe Biden's already let in, by the end of this year, 7 million extra people. So how many, how many, another really New York City for all intents and purposes. So would you really notice an increase over 2021 when the vaccine came out, came out 2022 and 2023? Would you notice 600,000 extra people? Not in, a, not in a country this vast. Most of us don't get that picture. Look at this graph right here. Excess death. In Germany, there. Okay, now let's look at this now. Excess uh, all-cause mortality in Germany. Now, where did this hop up? 
Where does it, right there in 2021, it hops up slightly at the end of 2020, at the end of 2020. Look at all, look at most of 20, week 36 of 52 weeks is actually when it went up in 2020. What came out in week 36? I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just curious. Hmm. I'm, I'm trying to think, um, let's see now, I know the vaccines came out in America in December. So again, I, you know, 52 weeks, so 48 weeks. So somewhere around the advent of the vaccines and mass distribution of the vaccines, suddenly in Germany, look at the, look at what death used to be in Germany in comparison to what death is now. It's plus uh, 11% increase in death. Look at, look, and you're like, well, that doesn't sound so bad. 11% increase in death. So 10, if you have 100,000 people, an extra 11,000 people died. 11,000 extra people died. Now that's just using 100,000. In, in America, an extra 11% would be, and we usually have 1.2 million people die. So that would be 120,000 extra people dead, which is what McCullough just said, almost times two. From these mRNA vaccinations. All right, go to the next one for me real quick. There you go. Just want you to see this. Number of injections is blue. Excess mortality is red. There's no way to deny it. Bring it back to me. Stand in the truth. No matter how much the truth goes against the globalist narrative, stand in the truth. Love you all. God bless you. From everyone who has been given much, or Romans 8.32, everything, all things, Ephesians 1.3, everything, every spiritual gift is yours. What was this much that was given to you? It can be summarized in two words, Holy Ghost. Nobody's got the Holy Ghost but you. The unsaved do not have the Holy Ghost. You got it. Narrow is the way and few find it. We are supposed to be a remnant that the world is petrified of because of the power of the Holy Ghost. That's the much that was given to you.